Good what's morning. up? What's up? What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode three of the Why Jesus podcast, uh, answering life's most important question: Why Jesus? So, really excited for today. As you guys can see, if you're tuning in live, um, you know we have a very special guest, Mr. Daryl King. Are you there? Are you there? Grace and peace. What up? What up? <laughs> What's good? What's up, man? What's up? So, if you guys uh, are listening on the streaming service, obviously, you know you can't see him, but uh, you know we—he's—he's he's one of my favorite YouTubers right now, and one of the reasons being is his dedication to highlighting other people's testimonies. You know, many people out there, they are so focused on themselves. And I feel like I'm talking about myself right now. <laughs> you know, we get so focused on ourselves that we forget to highlight other people. And um, I think that it's beautiful what you do over there. So just yes, quick sir. for the people who do not know you, give a quick introduction. What's going on? So my name is Daryl King. I have a YouTube channel. Uh, uh, the handle's at TrinityTruth05. Um, started that ministry in 05. So that's why <laughs> Trinity Truth 05 um i've been on youtube um since about 2006 uh, but really started going hard um i would say april or may of this year um so yeah that's just me briefly um and like like uh john said uh and again brother thank you so much for having me on really appreciate you brother and all, all that you're doing for our, our community um and like like you said earlier um one of my one of my main things on my channel uh, at Trinity Truth 05 is to highlight other uh, Christian content creators, um, you know, pushing their channels forward um, just so that we can promote the gospel together. Um, yeah, I want to, you know, be on there, teach, preach the gospel, but I want others to hear others, uh, Christian content creators, testimonies, things like that. Um, so um, I see everybody in the chat shouts out and salute to you. Um, John, I'm going to have you on CCC sometime soon. Yeah, definitely. Um, and everybody else that has not been on CCC, I'm coming for y'all. So, <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. And you know, uh, shouts, shouts out to my brother in the chat. Um, he supplied. Uh, uh, thank, thank you for this mic. Um, so if I oh, sound nice. better, thank you to the brother in the chat. So. That's awesome. And it, so it's funny that you say that, right? There's two things I want to mention about what you just said. Uh, the the first one being how somebody in the chat gave you the mic, right? So yeah. Ruslan gave me the camera that I'm oh, using right now, right? And this is the first community that I've ever been involved in that has just been so supportive of each other's ministries and, you know, helping people out and and... It's like we ain't got to agree on everything, but we do agree on the gospel and the importance yeah. of getting it out there, you know. Yes, sir. Um, so it's just really cool to see people in the community helping out other people in the community. And it's it's all online, right? So here we are, like, helping each other online. Yeah. But if, if you look at uh, how the Christians were, you know, just in, in the book of Acts, right? That yep. first group of Christians, they said they shared everything, you know, and they really looked out for each other. And uh, now I understand that Acts is a descriptive book, you know, mm -hmm. not a prescriptive uh, uh, book, but it's just that trickles over like 2000 years later into into how the body of Christ is supposed to act with each other, which is yeah. to support and, and help each other. And uh, it's really dope to see the YouTube Christian community do that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, 
Yeah, so I, I'm very, very excited for tonight. And just uh, I want my community, uh, you know, to continue, continue to grow because I came on YouTube from, uh, you know, after listening, you know, uh, to Ruslan and then uh, Smart Christian Channel, uh, you know, Corey, Corey reminded me, he was like, you know, he was talking before Bible study. He was like, do you have a YouTube channel? He's like, yeah. He's like, well, start it back up. I was like, mm. okay. <laughs> so, you know, again, that started like April, May of this year and, uh, you know, just been growing. So um, definitely, definitely excited. Um, I've on the CCC, uh, Pastor Jeremy, shouts out to Pastor Jeremy Collins in the chat. Um, he, he talked about, you know, I do CCCs, you know, hearing other Christians uh, testimonies and, you know, sharing their uh, channels and things like that. So now it's time for me to tell my testimony a little bit and then share share my story. So I'm yeah, excited definitely. for I, So when you said, uh, you know, you had your channel since 06, right? I remember in, in our group chat, you posted a, a video of, um, of your son preaching, right? Yes, sir. When, he, when he was yes, like sir. two, I thought it was a new video and I'm like, his son ain't two, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. Nehemiah preaching. Uh, yeah, he was, he was getting it in, but getting it in. He had the sweat rag and all that stuff yeah, too. Yeah. So yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's hilarious. Yeah. All right. So, so take us back prior to 2005, you know, take, take yeah, us man. back to, before you became a Christian, how you became a Christian, what that was like, how you got to where you are now. Just just give us a, a, a background on that. And there's no time limit. So take all the time that you need. Yeah, definitely. So um, born, raised in uh, Queens, New York. So shout out to Queens, Queens, New York in the house. Let's get it. Um, but born, uh, raised Queens, New York, um, grew up going to church, um, both my grandfathers were pastors. My dad's a pastor currently in Queens. Uh, my uncle is a pastor in upstate uh, New York uh, near Saratoga Springs, New York. Um, so grew up going going to church. Um, so I was I was moral. Um, I would say moral for the you know for the most part. Um, I didn't do the big outward sins um, because I just grew up going to church and I kind of knew you know what what they were. So. Um, but again, you know, I, you've heard it said, God doesn't have any grandkids. You know what I'm saying? You, you have to make that, that, that choice for yourself. Um, and I, I know I might mess, mess with some people's theology when I say choice, but, um, you know. <laughs> Look, don't start a fight so early. Right? Yeah, no, 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 I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not trying to. We, we can't label anything. But um, so you, 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 the Lord has to save you on, on his own. Um, so grew up going to church, um, you know moral, you know, uh, you know, upstanding, quote unquote, um, went to church almost every week. Um, I started playing. Um, so you'll see the thumbnail, uh, lust music ministry. And that's, that's kind of, kind of my life trajectory. Um, kind of, you know, grew up on a drum pad. My, my uncle is an amazing drummer. Um, he played the drums at my uh, grandfather's church in upstate New York. And um, I got my drum pad when I was like four or five and I would just mimic whatever he was doing on the drums. I would just do it on my drum pad. And um, that's how I kind of learned how to how to play, you know, just the music was got in me. Um, my mother beat box, you know, my uncle beat box and they do beats on the table. That's, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, that was just in me, you know, it, it was just in my blood. Just music was in my, in my blood. So. 
um, uh, rewind just a little bit. Uh, when I was 18 months old, I had a stroke um, and I was paralyzed on my right side of my body. So wow. I still have, you know, remnants of that. Um, and I, I praise God I'm still here. You know what I'm saying? Because when I was 18 months, you know, I had a stroke, paralyzed. I should have died. Um, but the Lord kept me here for a purpose. So, um, you know, still have remnants of that. I had a surgery uh, when I was six on my heel. So I, I do walk with a little limp. Um, if you notice in my videos when I'm preaching, I do walk with a limp. That's swag, um, bro. It's, it's Yeah, I, it's I don't swag. I don't let it hold me back. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, because I had a surgery to make my heel longer because I used to walk on my toe on my right mm -hmm. right side. So they had to make my heel longer. Um, so that's when I was six. Um, when I was about, you know, I've heard the gospel. My grandfather's uh, preached the gospel uh, faithfully. I grew up in a Pentecostal uh, background, Pentecostal church. Um, Pentecostals that love the Lord Jesus Christ and believe in the Trinity. So they're true Pentecostals. Uh, charismatic. <laughs> yeah, you got you to gotta clarify. I, I have to clarify. clarify it. It. <laughs> um, so grew up hearing the gospel. Um, you know, my grandfather, you know, preaching and he, you know, I've heard, heard the message, heard conviction and heard uh, sin and what, you know, righteousness is and, you know, heard about Jesus and what he did. Um, and you know, I just recall certain sermons that my grandfather preached, um, you know, before I was a teenager where he was like, this could be your last time. This could be your last time. You know, and he gave an altar call and things like that. Um, and I was, I, I looked at my mom and I looked at my uncle. I was like, should I go up there? Because, you know, I just felt that conviction, you know. Um, so that was kind of my childhood. Um, you know, my, my parents separated when I was uh, younger. So my dad was in New York City. Uh, I was in upstate New York uh, with my mom. Um, and around the age of 10, um, my, my, my grandparents, um, thankfully, they adopted a lot of children, uh, adopted and fostered a lot of kids. So um, I had aunts and uncles around my age because they would just adopt kids. Um, and around like 10 or 11, 9, 10 or 11, um, my, my uncle and my aunt made a profession of faith and they were baptized. Um, awesome. And, you know, I, you know, around that age, I was like, okay, that's cool. That's cool. Um, and it was lightning and thundering outside. I remember the day and I was, I was kind of scared. And my mother, mother was like, my mother and my grandmother was like, this is what happens when Jesus comes back. I was like, oh, <laughs> so what I did, I ran downstairs to my grandfather's office and I said, I need to be saved. I need to be saved. I need to be saved. And he was like, are you sure, son? I said, yes. So, you know, said the sinner's prayer, all that stuff. And, um, you know, quote unquote, um, I professed faith. Um, I was baptized as well. Um, again, it's like 10 or 11. Um, oh, that's, that's PR going wild, yeah, right? Yeah, did you yeah, hear it's that? All good. The, the it's motorcycles? all good. It's, yo, it's, it's crazy. all good. This is what you go through <laughs> day and night, right? Can, yo, it's, it's nuts, man. It is so nuts how noisy it is. We're, we're moving soon. So I'm just yes, uh, sir. counting down, yeah. counting down the days. You hear it now, now they beeping outside yep. and I got it's soundproof. Bro, I got soundproof on that window over there. Just does does not help. It, anyway, it sorry, help. sorry for it's the all, distraction. No, it's all it's all good. I was just like, is that Nehemiah? But no, it's it's, it's PR. It's just they they wilding out. I'm just there. mute. I'm, I'm muting myself no, 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 while you're talking. Good, brother, keep, it, keep, it, keep it drill, okay? So, um, said the sinner's prayer, baptized, uh, ten or eleven, um, 
so again, I, I wasn't, you know, I was a pretty moral child. Um, listened to my mom and my, my dad and my grandparents. Um, raised in a, in a uh, single parent home. Mom raised me. Um, had, a, had a relationship with my dad, you know, seen him on vacations and things like that. Um, uh, spring break, summer break, all that good stuff. Um, and then when I was preteen, um, started having those hormones and they was, they was going crazy. And um, I was, uh, I, I do remember the day um, where I went swimming and a girl kind of rubbed me the, you know, crazy way. And I was like, oh, <laughs> okay. And, um, you know, I did find, um, I don't know if this is, it was not monetized yet. So I, I did find, you know, uh, the P word. I don't want to, you know. Yeah, yeah. Let's keep it, keep it PG-13. Yeah. People can uh, use their imagination, but don't yes, use it sir. too yes, far. Sir. So I found that, um, and that was like 12, 13. And um, after that, I was kind of just like, that was my thing. I, I, I hid that. Um, that was my thing for many years. And um, still going to church, um, you know, in my teenage years, I wasn't cursing, things like that. So people thought I was a Christian because I, you know, I went to church every week. I didn't curse. I didn't, you know, mistreat everybody. But in my heart, I knew I was wicked. In my heart, I knew I was watching that, that stuff. Um, and that was probably like from 12 to 18. Like, that was just my thing. Um, and I was, again, still going to church. I was playing the drums on Sundays and all that good stuff um, every week. And, um, and I, I thought, because I said the sinner's prayer, I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm good to go. Um, but there was no life change, no life change at all. Um, and then uh, in the Pentecostal um, denomination that we we're a part of, uh, we have like a, a conference every summer. Um, and then also in the uh, January as well, a youth conference in the January. And then the summer we have all the, all the churches throughout the Northeast or throughout the Eastern part of the United States, all the churches get together and they have like five nights of services and things like that. So after the conference, I was, you know, they had a youth night and I heard, you know, heard a message and was like, oh, I repent and all the stuff I'm going to change, blah, blah. Um, and I was on a spiritual high and started watching TBN, you know, for like a week. And then as soon as, you know, as soon as the, you know, that, that buzz went away, I was back to, you know, watching the stuff. Yeah. So, so let, let's just, um, let's back, let's stay on this for a second, because mm -hmm. this is something that I struggled with too. I'm actually doing a live tomorrow ta talking about it. So for those of you who are confused, it's P-O-R-N. We don't want to say the word because then it gets mon like, gets flagged. But yeah. um, you're around the same age that I am, right? How old are you? I'm 36. 36, yeah, I'm, I'm 38, right? And I remember being back then as well. I was introduced to, to that stuff when I was a kid by friends. You know, like, mm -hmm. hey, look at this, look at this. It was magazines, right? Back then, you also had, like, the TV that was scrambled, you know? And, you already and, know, the black box. Yeah, the black box and stuff like yep. that. And it, it's it's interesting because, I you know, I, I was in a different um, – different environment than you were like you were somebody who was going to church and doing all these things and and it was like outwardly people had no idea what was going on yep. with you but you knew you had this secret sin that you were yep. carrying with you and yep. 
you kind of, from my understanding, is you tr you kind of tricked yourself into thinking that it's not too bad because you know you're doing all these other things all right, or or did you feel like man, I'm, I'm such a fake, I'm such a phony. Like, how were you feeling at that at that point? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So good, good question. Um, hmm. I would I would say um, it, it would there was conviction because I knew it was wrong. You know, they preached holiness in the Pentecostal church, so I knew I knew it was wrong. But I still I still was a slave to my sin. Yeah. You know, I still did what it told me to do. Um, so, you know, it was still my, still my master. I felt wrong doing it. Um, not the Holy Spirit's conviction, but just because I've, I've heard it preached that it's wrong. Um, this, um, this, and this is also when Kirk Franklin came out and he had his issue mm. and he came out and told the church, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm ministering to people and I, you know, watch this stuff, you know what I'm saying? And I remember in, in our, I remember the Sunday when, um, you know, Kirk Franklin said it and then someone at our at the church that I was going to said it. And, um, you know, it was, it was come to the altar, everybody repent and all this stuff. Um, and in my heart, I'm just like, man, I, I do the same thing, too. But I'm still playing the drums. I'm still, mm -hmm. you know, they they still they still um, think I'm they still think I'm good. I don't I don't curse. I don't sleep around, but I still have this secret sin, you know, um, so still playing the drums um and then i got into music i got into making i got into making beats um and that was probably when i was 14 or 15. um started off from Fru fruity loops oh my I'm gosh sure. i remember fruity loops yes sir you remember cool edit pro as well nah I, I was a fruity loop king i even made samples like i, I was able to make yes, beats sir. with samples on fruity loops yes, sir. Yes, sir. I made, uh, I made rave music and techno it's i was, i loved fruity loops man yes sir yes, my sir. first so we, my first two mixtapes i made all the beats 90 percent of the beats yeah on that's fruity loops. yeah awesome <laughs> so yeah so i had fruity loops um I was making music. I was pretty good. Um, and what I, what I did was I listened to uh, Lil John and, you know, just all the producers at that time. I listened to their music and then I mimicked what they did. They had so the, like, I'm sorry, man, but they had the Lil John clap. You know what I'm talking yes, about? They had the clap, the Lil yes. John clap on Fruity yes, Loops. Yeah, yes, <laughs> man, you are bringing it back right now. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, man. So like, um, remember that game over? Game yep. over song. Um, uh, Lil Flip. He just did. Yes, he just yes. did a Christian song. That's right. That's Yo, right. Yeah. Crazy. Yes, sir. So that game over track. Um, I listened to that so many times, and then I made like a beat like similar similar to that, and so I was making music, and then my thing was just like, "Yo, I'm I'm pretty good at this," um, and then um, started making music with a friend of mine. Um, shouts out uh, if you're watching. But I uh, started making music with him and uh, he was really good. So like I did all the, you know, the percussion and all that stuff. And then he would just do the, the harmonies and the bass line and all that stuff. And we just collabed. We was like the Neptunes, you mm. know what I'm saying? Because he, he's, a, he's a tall Arabic guy um, and I'm, I'm just a black dude. You know what I'm saying? So it was, it was, it was, it was cool. Um, so that was, uh, that was like 10th, 11th, 12th grade. Uh, we were just making music. Um, I was on TRL one time. No um, way. So yes, yeah, sh short story. I, I started I, um, before my locks. I had you know afro and uh, cornrows and stuff like that. So uh, there was a, a radio station in upstate New York, 
they had a lookalike contest and I looked like Bow Wow. And then the guy that I was doing music with looked like Sean Paul. So we won the lookalike contest. And who no, yo, you got to you gotta find that video, man. You got to find that video. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> so whoever won the lookalike contest, uh, they got a chance to go to MTV TRL. If anybody remembers what that is, yep. it's just, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, something request total, live. Total request live. There you go. So YouTube uh, killed want... that. Say it again. YouTube killed that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. So we went to TRL. Uh, Topher Grace was there that day, um, and he was promoting a, a, his movie. Um, I forgot. Forgot what it was uh, when he was a, when he was a, a dad or something like that. So he was promoting his movie. Um, so whenever, just look it up. Google that. Topher Grace. Um, he was like a dad or something like that in the movie. But whenever he was promoting his movie, um, they was like, when they were going to commercial break, there was like applause or whatever. So I was sitting like me and uh, my friend was sitting directly behind him. And, you know, we had our we had our, our T-shirts on to promote our, our, our music uh, production group. Yeah, yeah. And we were like, Descendants, Descendants, because that's what our name was. Descendants. And I was I was mad because you know how loud I am now. So I was just mad about <laughs> back then, you know. And Topher Grace was like, this so he handed me the mic i'm like yeah descend this such and such and such so like yeah brother i was trying to do it brother i was trying to do it um so me and dave uh me and my friend dave uh we uh was gonna go to iar in new york city yeah uh institute of audio research it's closed yeah. now but they used to, um, they had the commercials on hot 97 yes sir yes sir so we was gonna go there uh we had an interview and all that stuff and my biggest thing, and I always, my wife makes fun of me, but um, I preached one time at my local church, shouts out to Crown and Joy Presbyterian Church. Um, but I preached one time at my local church and I told my testimony a little bit uh, in the beginning of the sermon. And uh, my biggest thing was get women, make money and get famous. That's, that was my biggest thing. And I was like, this is, we about to pop off. We about to be audio engineers, about to sell our music and we about to just cruise. And my thing was, okay, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go to the, uh, South America, get a get a get a uh, a, span, a Hispanic girl, and come back and like just do my thing. Like that's that that was my for real. That was... I'm laughing because this is this is all the nonsense I had in my in my head as well. I'm like yep. I I was looking at the music as the way to yep. that kind of life, you know, to to doing whatever whatever it is you want to do. Yeah, man. Yep. So um, you know, me and me and Dave was doing good with the music. I had a, a we had a, a recording studio in my closet. Um, we recorded on. Um, Yo, I feel like you have lived a parallel life of me because I, yes. <laughs> I, I had a recording studio in my closet as well. I, I went to a real studio too, but I, I had that uh, as well. Yeah, man. So once to record, we had a recording studio in my closet. Uh, we used Cool Edit Pro. Um, again, that's back back with Fruity yep. Loops, um, and then we also had Reason. We use Reason as well. Um, and we had uh, one consistent rapper that went to our school with us, and he, he rapped for us. Um, and then my cousins, um, my two cousins, they rapped for us as well. Um, and again, it was just, okay, let's be going to make this mu music, get our demo out there, and let's just get it moving. Go to IAR, Auto Engineer, and just let's, let's get it. Um, and then, so this was the the spring of 2004. So my cousins was rapping for us. Then they started going to a uh, Bible study um, on Saturdays. Um, 
in upstate New York as well, about 20 minutes from where we used to live. And um, this is spring of 2004. I remember the phone call. April 2004, my, one of my cousins called me and was like, yo, D, you got to come to this Bible study. We, you know, we, we, we just study the word, we pray, and then we rap. I'm like, okay, that's, that's cool. And then he put one of the guys on the phone and he rapped for me. And it was, I mean, it was good. Yeah. Um, and um, then, he, you know, he got back on the phone. He's like, yo, D, you need to come to this Bible study, bro. Like, it's, it's good. And I was like, yeah, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, it sounds good. And in the back of my mind, I'm just like, there's no women in that and there's no money in that. Yeah, so yeah. I, don't, I don't really care. Um, and the Lord was starting to pursue me at that time. Um, so I didn't have my license until October of 2004. I got my license. I, had a, I got a car in the summer of 2004. Got my license in um, October 2004. And my cousins, maybe two or three more times, they invited me to this Bible study, like from... Um, like spring of 2004 to the fall of 2004. It was like, yo, D, come to the Bible study. And I'm like, no, I don't have, I don't have, a, I don't have my license, so I can't drive. Yeah. So, and then I finally got my license. I had a car. They invited me again. This was uh, November 2004. You like, can't yo, lie now. You, you can't. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. And um, they was like, yo, D, come to the Bible study. So um, November 2004, I think it was the week before Thanksgiving. Um, I, I've heard the gospel many times and, and that, that Saturday, um, the Lord just, he, he regenerated me. He changed my heart wow. and it, like, he took the desire for, you know, PORN away. Um, like it was, it was instant. Um, I just wanted to preach the gospel to everybody. I wanted to read the Bible to everybody. I wanted to read the Bible. I wanted to, you know, I took the words literally in the Bible where it talks about getting in your secret closet and all that stuff. And I shut myself in the closet and just prayed and dug into the word that whole weekend. And then that Monday I got back to school and I wasn't, I wasn't doing my schoolwork. I just was preaching to everybody, the students, the teachers, everybody. <laughs> and like, I was just going hard in the paint. Um, so like, that's, that's the story. Um, it's crazy. Um, you went, you went from secret sin to the secret closet. Like, yeah. That's, yes, sir. That's yes, incredible. Sir. I think I just gave you the title of your biography. Yeah, um, man. Yes, sir. <laughs> Absolutely. That's good. That's good. <laughs> write that down. <laughs> Somebody in the yes, chat, sir. write it down. <laughs> but all right. So what was different about that Bible study? that or or hearing the gospel and and i know we could obviously say the sovereignty of god uh just like hey this is the moment you know but from from your perspective uh of experience in that time what do you think was the difference right there because and and what do you think was like such a big change because for me when i became a christian as i as i discuss all the time i i didn't stop sinning it, it wasn't one of these uh, you know, wow, my life is all changed, blah, blah, blah. I, it's, I just put my faith in Christ and was like, wow, now I can get into heaven. You know, that, yeah. that was my, um, my thing. I intellectualized it and I did truly believe it, but I was still watching PORN for years mm -hmm. after I, I mean, there's a, a bigger reason of why that is, you know, it, yeah. it, it was a uh, long process. I'll be talking about uh, tomorrow night, but it's it's always really interesting to me when I hear from people who it was like instant done where 
you know, we're on this now. So yeah. tell me what that what that was like. What was the how did it happen? I'm so I'm so curious when yeah, yeah, yeah. stuff like this. Absolutely. So um yeah, bringing it back to that day, um, I don't know if I if I was con constantly continuing to go to my grandfather's uh, church like every week when I when I before I got saved, um, so I, I can't recall that. But just going to that Bible study, it was, there was about nine of us, and then yeah, there was about nine or ten of us, and uh, we were in the upper room, the upper room, and it was literally we was in the second floor apartment. <laughs> We were in the room, and there was about 10 of us, and uh, literally, they prayed. Um, the main guy read scripture and then kind of preached, and then uh, we prayed some more, and then they rapped. But, like, th that day, I don't, I can't, I, obviously, it was the Holy Spirit. Like, he drew me. He was drawing me just, you know, music, um, my desires, um, and then meeting this group because they did Christian rap. Um, so it was just in the upper room, the Holy Spirit just, he came upon me. He changed my heart. Um, and I, I if I had to bring it to a physical, uh, maybe just, it was just authentic. They were just, they were just real and they were just in the word. Um, and you know, sadly, you know, that, that was 18 years ago now, um, out of the 10 of us, there's maybe two or three of us that's still following after Christ. Wow. So that's, that's the sad, that's the sad part. Um, so at that time, um, I stopped going to my grandfather's church cause we had our Bible studies on, on, um, on Saturdays. And it, it was kind of like a, uh, we are, it's a, it was a house church and it was a one, one main leader. It was charismatic. He was a, he was a prophet. Um, and, um, was that a we, was that a this? Yeah, yeah. He was he was a prophet. He was a prophet. Yep. For those of mm -hmm. you that are listening on the uh, uh, oh yeah, I'm on, sorry <laughs> on the stream, uh, and, and you have no video. We're doing the little quote hands the bunny yeah the bunny fingers for yep. prophet. Yeah, he was a he was a prophet. He wasn't like a a fourth tale. He he was like a he was like a prophet out of the Bible. Like there's sin in your life. You need to repent. Oh. So he wasn't like <laughs> oh, there's gonna be X Y Z. No, he was like there's sin in your life and blah, 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 blah. And you, you know, get, get, your, get your life together. So um, I started going to their Bible studies on Saturdays and we literally, um, this, this is one thing that I, that I did, um, did enjoy. Like we literally was, it was like life on life, like discipleship. Like we spent, if we wasn't in school or we wasn't, you know, witnessing out in the streets or wasn't rapping or whatever the case may be, we spent time together in the word. Like, just digging in, like digging in, digging in the word. And it was, it was good. It was cultish a little bit, but it was still like brother, brother, like we in each other's life, praying for one another in the word together, challenging one another. That was good. But again, it was cultish like. So started going to their Bible studies. I stopped going to my grandfather's church in upstate New York um, just because this group was it. We are the church. We don't need to be in a building. We don't need pastors you know, the pastors are Pharisees, all that stuff. So that's the kind of it was legalistic as well. Um, that's the kind of environment that I was that I was in. So, you know, kind of bringing my wife into the story. Um, when I stopped going to my grandfather's church, she started going to my grandfather's church. <laughs> so like when we met, 
and we became Facebook friends. She was like, who is this guy? And who's this guy? I said, that's my grandfather and that's my uncle. She was like, they were my pastors. I'm like, that's crazy. Wait, what? So yeah, that's, that's a whole, whole nother, whole nother story. Um, so yeah, she was going to my grandfather's church and I was going to this Bible study and, um, I was still, you know, producing music for the group and we had a public access show for half an hour. We talked about the Bible for half an hour on the public access show in upstate New York every week. And um, we just talked about the scriptures. That's all we did. And then we, you know, gave a gospel message at the end. And um, th this was uh, one of the, the church planning pastors in upstate New York saw our video. He's like, man, I got to get these guys to come do a block party for me. So um, they did the block party. They, they rapped. And then at the very end, they handed me the mic. I'm just like, and I just started preaching. Like I just, wow. that, that's like, I just started, I just started preaching the word. And um, that day I got plugged into that local church. Um, and then after that, went to seminary. Um, but then the group disowned me. They was like, D, you don't need to go to that church. We are the church, the, the pastor's the Pharisee <laughs> and stuff like that. So the group disowned me. So yo, it's, um, been, a, it's been eight of us this whole time. <laughs> yeah yeah so the, so the group disowned me um and uh then that's when i kind of like leaned back from the music because i was like i wasn't going to make music for anybody and I, my main focus is just getting into scriptures um and i was still a young believer at the time um i was married uh previously before uh, my my wife um and you know that's a whole whole nother story um but i was married um and she she uh, played like she was a believer. So like I was I was fresh, you know, clean and fresh behind the ears. I'm like, oh, she's saying what I wanted. I, she, she said the sinner's prayer, and like she's coming to the Bible studies. So she said what I wanted to hear. Um, and about a year or two in a marriage, she was like, I'm I'm not a believer. Like I'm I'm sorry, and I I don't want to do this anymore. And uh, you know, that's a whole you know whole another whole another story that I could tell at a later time. But um, that that marriage did not continue, um, and then you know d didn't finish seminary because I was paying for it uh, out of my own pocket. So I was taking class, you know, I was working hard, taking classes, two or three classes after after work. So I didn't finish seminary, um, and I was going to a Southern Baptist seminary and a Southern Baptist church at the time, um, and then um, you know got over got over my uh, divorce. And, you know, the Lord was kind of rebuilding me like I that that time in my life was kind of dark. Um, I could imagine because so. I was just like, say it again. I said, I, I could imagine. So, yeah, yeah, it, it was it was dark because I was just like, like, it's, it's you don't want that to happen. You know what I'm saying? I was like, divorce is a sin. And you know what I'm saying? So that was it was dark. I, I you know, um, wasn't really following the Lord at that time. Uh, got into a bad relationship, you know, after that. Um, wasn't good and um still i was still playing i was playing the drums at my local church that i was going to and um pastor started preaching on fornication and like that sunday brother brother man listen that sunday holy spirit was just like bam bam bam, bam. <laughs> and, the, and the girl was sitting right next to me and i'm like pulling away i'm just like I'm dead wrong. 
I'm dead wrong. And like after that service, like I confessed to my, my elders, the, the pastors at the church. And I was just like, I'm, this, this is exactly what's going on, blah, 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 blah. You know, I repented. Um, but yeah, brother, like the Holy Spirit. Isn't it, isn't it crazy the audacity, <clears throat> the audacity we have sometimes where, because I've done that in the past as well. I bring the woman that I am sinning with to church. Like, yes. like just not even not even somebody that i'm planning to have a long-term relationship mm -hmm. with not somebody who's on my yeah this woman has a list of qualities that i could marry no i just you know i i bring the woman i'm literally just sleeping with to church yeah yeah and I, the audacity you know yeah. that I, I look back at at these decisions i've made and i'm like yep. god has every right Amen. To not let me in. Amen. You know, I have completely disrespected him yep. by by not only bringing my own sin to to into his house, but bringing the uh, mm -hmm. accomplice with me. And, yep. and right. it's uh, his grace is just so amazing. And Amen. we we trick ourselves into thinking we might deserve his grace a little bit, you know, yep. like, like we might yep. just a little bit deserve it. And then when you, when you replay some of the stupid stuff that you've done in yep. your whole entire life, you're like, yeah, no way. No, we don't deserve to, to, yep. to get in. And I feel like that's it in society. They have this, uh, this mentality of, you know, what if, well, if I'm just a good person, you know, then I can, I can make it into heaven. Why would God not let me in? Right. And it's, it's such an arrogant thing to say. Right. Um, even yeah. that statement is disrespectful to God. It means that you have yep. this low view of, of God's holiness and, Amen. and, and, uh, and his tolerance, intolerance for sin. But anyway, I went on a rant. I'm sorry. No, 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 um, brother. It's, 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 it's so, it's so good, but it's like, I, I know, you know, I, you know, I am, I am reformed and, um, I came from a Pentecostal background, so I still believe God still works today. He still saves people, so He's absolutely still in the miracle working. Mm -hmm. he, he still has the miracle working power. Salvation so, um, is a miracle. Period. Amen. Salvation is completely of the Lord, um, and you know He still He still works. You know, I'm not limiting the power of, of the Lord, um, but that message, bro, like Holy Spirit was just like, take that, D. Like take. <laughs> Like bro, right on the chin, like, bro. Like I the sweet like, spot, the sweet yeah, spot. Yeah, like and, and I, yeah, brother. Like sweet chin music for real. Like Holy Spirit was working. You heard, that the, day, you heard the Fruity Loops, right? Yes, sir. Absolutely, brother. Um, and like Holy Spirit was just like he he showed me where I was wrong, and I confessed it to my pastors, and you know they they sat me down from leading worship and all that stuff, which is rightfully so. Amen. Um, and, uh, you know, I knew be, at that time, I knew what I was doing was wrong. You know what I'm saying? So confessed and, and, and repented. And, uh, so then from that local church, um, you know, I was, I was being restored to ministry and things like that. Um, cause I was, I was a Southern, I was licensed in the Southern Baptist church to preach. I was, I was a licensed preacher. Mm -hmm. Um, so anybody that's Southern Baptist in here or knows the Southern Baptist culture, I was licensed to preach, so my local church would send me out to other churches to preach if they needed pulpit supply. Mm. Um, so I was, I, that's what I love to do. Like that day when they handed me the mic and I started preaching, like that's what I knew 
that's what the Lord called me to do. Like that's when I do that, that gives me the, the, it, it just lightens me up. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's, that's my heart's desire is just to preach the Bible and preach the gospel, you know? So that's what I knew I was called to do. So I got restored to ministry and my, at that time I felt the urge to church plant. Like mm -hmm. I, I, felt the urge like I, I want to just start new churches and preach the gospel and see people saved and start new churches and that, that was just my mindset and um so I started going to life church at that time which is a like a, a mega church seeker sensitive um I think Craig Rochelle he has you know shouts out to him he you know he he he, he is a likable guy but he has yeah, some yeah. questionable friendships Super <laughs> I'll say guy. that I, I like yeah. some of his, uh, I've listened to some of his talks on leadership, you know, mm -hmm. and he's got some, he's got some good stuff, but once you, uh, once you bring on some of the weirdos, I'm just like, yep. well, there goes that one. Exactly. You know? <laughs> exactly. So, um, you know, I was there for about a year and a half, two years. And, um, he, when he started platforming those, these weirdos and these, you know, false teachers, then I was like, all right, I got to get out of this mess. Um, but what, what drew me to life church was, um, there, there, you know, things just get people in the door, get people saved, get people saved. And, um, I think cause he, what he does is he, it's recycled messages. So shouts out to you brother for, for doing the, 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 uh, <laughs> how do, how do mega church pastors write their sermons? <laughs> um, well, like they have a recycled, like a recycled, uh, thing. So like every two or three years they do the same messages. So at the time when I was, um, you know, church planning was on my heart and mind, all that stuff. He was doing like a, a series on vision or something like that. And I was just like, oh, vision. sounds typical. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So he was doing something on vision and all that stuff. I'm like, yeah, let's, let's get plugged in and blah, blah. blah. So uh, we started going there and um, all this, like the, all the stuff that I see now, you know, the six flags over Jesus, as we say, like just doing crazy stuff to get people in the door and not preach the gospel. Like I've, I've, I've seen that week after week after week after week, and um, they may get people in the door. You know, the Lord may save, you know, individuals in that ministry and out of that ministry. Um, but it's, it's no, there's no depth yeah. in the Bible studies. In sales, in sales, we call it uh, um, retention and attrition. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you get people in, but you can't keep them. Yep. And if you're, if you're attrition, is higher than your retention your paycheck is going way down and uh, right. i think that those um those types of churches are you know they're a sales funnel and mm -hmm. you know they're yeah. good they're good at making the sale but then they're not good at keeping them they have a lot of attrition and yeah. uh, they also just have a lot of people who have um i like to say only bought one product mm -hmm. you know they 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 have not progressed in their faith that's correct at all you know and the that's product correct. is not even the gospel they they bought the church they bought the environment yeah. you know yeah uh so absolutely yeah so it's, you know it's a lot of new converts and then they there's they just stay babes um or it's false converts and they think they're christians and that's yeah. that's even more that's more scary that, yeah yeah that's even me. more scary um so yeah i, I don't want to take up the, the whole time but just kind of the bring bring to where I am now. I, I'm not um, on a time limit. 
Okay. All right. No yeah, doubt. No yeah. doubt. I'm, I'm um, not. We, there's yeah. no like, oh, yeah, this got to end in 45 minutes. It's got to end on time limit, you know? All right. No doubt. Shout out to everybody still watching. Uh, like, Word. share, comment, subscribe, all those good stuff uh, if you're not already. Um, but here, here comes Neil. Oh, go, go, go. Um, so uh, after Life Church, um, I, I was reformed before going to Life Church. You know, I've, uh, you, I've, when I was working, I l- used to listen to sermons all day, every day, nine hours a day. Um, and when I heard Piper the first time and then I read Desiring God, I was like, whoa, like it just blew my mind. So that was like the introduction to Calvinism and, uh, you know, bumped into MacArthur and R.C. Sproul and the list goes on. And um, so we after how did how we got out of Life Church, we started going to an Acts 29 church, which is like a reformed church um, mm-hmm. up in upstate New York. Um, and uh, we kind of just got fed there and, and groomed, kind of got, I kind of got groomed in ministry there. My, my heart's desire was to still, you know, preach and plant a church and stuff like that. Um, so as I was listening to um, uh, the reformed pastors and John MacArthur, I also listened to Way of the Master with Ray Comfort. And um, this was when he was doing the Fish with Trish and um, downtown Leon Brown. They used to they used to call in as it was doing street evangelism. And um, one of the guys that was on his uh, radio show um, actually planted the church here in Virginia. And, um, you know, he was an evan- he's an evangelist by heart. And, um, you know, the Lord's providence just got him here to Virginia in about 2014, yeah, 2014 or so. And uh, he came down. So I, I brought tracks from him. This was like 2007. So I knew of this guy for like seven years before he started the church in Virginia. And I was still in New York. So, um, you know, we became Facebook friends and I'd seen how he planted the church and things like that. Um, and I was still X29, going to the X29 church in, in upstate New York. Um, this was late 2015. And I still had a heart's desire to plant a church and preach and all that stuff. And I was, you know, s- still submitting to my elders and they, they knew my desire. And um, uh, the, pa- the pastor down here in Virginia reached out to me late 2015. This is like a few weeks after Nehemiah was born. And uh, he's like, did you ever, I see that you always talk about preaching and church planning and stuff like that. Um, have you ever thought about, you know, coming down here to help out with the church plan? I'm like, no, like, <laughs> no, that wasn't on my radar. So, yeah. my, What's the weather like, you know? What's yeah, 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 that wasn't on my radar. Literally, <laughs> you know, I, I, I mean, I used to just, I was studying church planning like crazy. So if you look at my previous videos from like seven, eight years ago, that's all I was talking about, church planning and church planning networks and, you know, preparing the church plan and all that stuff. Um, and my, my two places that I can remember right now was either Boston or San Diego to, to plant a church because um, the, the demographics and how they're transient and how the gospel can get out and stuff like that. Like I, I used to study church planning a lot. Um, uh, so the yeah, X 29 was like my thing, Mark Driscoll and, and, and Matt Chandler, like just, and, uh, Darren Patrick, when they used to talk about church planning like that, I, I used to study church planning a lot. So those are my two places. And, you know, Virginia was not on my radar at all. And, uh, he's like, why don't you come down, visit the church and see if, you know, see what the Lord's showing you. So that's how they get uh, you. Yep. <laughs> yep. Come take a look, cool. brother. They they give you some nice food. They take you to the best restaurant. They, they yep. show you all the good parts of Virginia. That's right. Boom. Now you're moving. <laughs> That's right. 
<laughs> yeah, man. So we 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 um came down for a visit January 2016. We we loved it. And um April 2016, we moved down. And um the Lord just lined up everything because I was just I was looking for I you know, when we came down January 2016, loved the church, loved you know, I just loved, loved the church. So shouts out to my local church, um, loved what God was doing here. And then, um, I was just, I was applying for everything to get down here, Walmart, Target, just, just everything. And the company that I work for now is an international company. So I'm looking, I'm thinking like, Hmm, do they have a position open in Virginia? I looked on a website and the same exact position I was doing in New York was available down here. Yeah. I was like, you gotta be, you gotta be kidding me. The way it's like, why do we even get surprised at, at yeah. you know, like why, when, when God got something lined up for you, why do we even get surprised when it comes through? You know, yeah. when, when it just all of a sudden lines up perfectly, like how, how come we haven't gotten to a point where we're just like oh yeah yeah that makes sense you know yeah brother <laughs> yeah brother so like literally um god had the job lined up so i called like three different places um because my 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 company's not like centralized so called three different places i finally got the front desk of my job now and um i was like i see you have a position open how do i apply and she told me sent my resume um i had an interview like three weeks later um, so I came down, I stayed with my, my elder now uh, at my local church, um, had an interview that morning. Um, I got the job that, you know, I, that, that was my favorite, best interview of my life. Um, but I got, got the job in like an hour. Um, they, they told me after I literally moved down there, they was like, yeah, Daryl, we loved you. Um, and we gave you the job like an hour after you left the building. I was like, that's what's up. And, uh, you know. Yeah, we we've been down here ever since uh, April 2016. You, you ain't hit them with the. Of of course, I got the job. God, don't you know God lined this whole entire thing up? Of course. Well, event, eventually, the job, when know? they when they knew who I was, eventually, um, I kind of kind of snuck that in because yeah, yeah. Um, they were just like, "Why are you moving down to Virginia?" And I told them for my church. Like I literally told them for my church. So they, that opens up a whole con whole lot of conversations on my job and in Ubers and all that stuff too. So. That's that's my my testimony from then to now in a nutshell. It's it's awesome, and I'm I'm excited to explore some more of it uh, on you know on, on a later podcast to have a, have a more in depth conversation because there's only so much we can you know we can discuss. We live these whole lives. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, and, and I so I I call things subplots in life, right? Uh, one of my prime examples of a subplot is when I was involved in Santeria and mm -hmm. at the same time I was atheist agnostic. So here I am participating in some spiritual stuff, using it as like a good luck charm. And then over here, I'm, uh, you know, atheist agnostic, not really caring about any of that stuff. So it's like these subplots in our lives where uh, I make, make fun of my stepmother because she's lived a crazy life she's like a civil rights attorney and and like just has all these crazy things she works for the housing department and tries to get mm -hmm. people housing like she literally does so much things i'm like they have to make a netflix series of your life <laughs> but the only issue is that they'll have all these subplots they, they won't be able to get 
you'll have this main theme, but there's all these subplots and yeah. you know, her life is no different than anyone else's. We all got these yep. subplots that, uh, that could turn into their own Netflix series. So I'm definitely excited to dig into that a little bit more with you at a later date. But, yes, sir. you know, before we close out, where are you now with this? You know, I know you're down at the church, you're, you're, you're real life doing this stuff, right? Mm -hmm. uh, yes, but let's talk about your YouTube ministry and, and what kind of, uh, what sparked that? I know you told me Corey Miner was like, hey, you gotta start that up again. By the way, shout outs to Corey Miner. Love that dude. Uh, yeah talk about smart christian yeah <laughs> uh, that guy is a very smart christian absolutely um, absolutely so uh you know just talk to us uh, about where you're at now and and the things that you're doing with your channel and and where you want that ministry to go or where you feel god is pulling that ministry to to, to go towards yeah absolutely so um yeah you know i first and foremost ministries at home first um, then my local church. Um, so I, I do have an opportunity, a few opportunities to preach at my local church um, throughout the year. Um, I do a, a prayer walk uh, with my local church every other week um, where we just walk around the neighborhood praying for folks, inviting them to church, um, sharing the gospel if, if necessary, if, if possible, uh, giving them a track, um, do you know social media, things like that at my local church. Um, and then for this YouTube ministry, man, I, I really um, want to continue to grow it numerically, um, but also to reach the lost. My my main thing is 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 to is for the for the lost to be found in Christ. Um, I really really want them to see, and that's why I platform other other Christian content creators because I really want them to see other Christian content creators you know, proclaiming the gospel, speaking the gospel into culture, speaking the gospel into politics, uh, speaking the gospel into whatever, um, and, and pointing them to Christ. Um, so that's, that's my, my main thing is to, to grow, but also to get the gospel out. Um, so like I always, you know, before my CCCs, I always go over Romans 8, 1, and I'll pull that up real quick. It says, there is therefore now no condemnation. Tap your neighbor and say, no condemnation. There's therefore now <laughs> no condemnation for those who were in Christ Jesus. And, you know, just hearing your, your testimony, your transparency over the past two days and, you know, kind of walking through the, the, my testimony uh, over the past 40 minutes or so, um, kind of talking about the the shame and all that stuff that you know our sin and the foolishness our sin brings upon us um that that scripture is a reminder to all of us watching and uh those that are watching in the future uh if you're in christ you're not condemned um why not because of what you do but because of he is good he lived perfectly there's therefore now right now there's no condemnation to us so that's like a, a powerful promise to all of all the believers that's watching right now and any uh person that will be become a follower of, of christ that promise will be yours there's no condemnation you're, you're not condemned by god why because you're in christ jesus christ is fully god fully man he lived perfectly the life that we could not live he lived he 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 died a death on the cross that we should have died he bore god's wrath on himself but he didn't stay dead. 
three days later, he rose again. And because we're in him, there's no condemnation to, to us. And because we're in him, we have the power to overcome sin. We have, we, not because of anything in us, but because of his Holy Spirit that lives inside of us and because he resurrected from the dead. So that resurrection power that he has, it now lives inside of us. So like you kind of talked about, you know, um, changing and how did I change? And like you said, it's, it's, it's different for everybody. So like your past two, two days where it talks about your sanctification process, God can change people instantly if he wants to, or he will, you know, gradually change them. Um, but he will make you more and more and more and more and more into the image of Christ. And like, that's, that's Holy Spirit. That's what he, he does in our, in our lives every day. Um, so going back to your, circling back to your question, rewinding back to your question, um, <laughs> what's, what's, the, what's, my, what's the main purpose and what, what do I want to get out of, out of my channel is, is for, I, yeah, I do want thousands of, of subscribers, uh, hopefully unbelievers, uh, so that they can hear the gospel. Um, and then also any believer that is watching, they're edified, but also that they are plugged into a local body, um, especially especially here in America and, 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 and the Americas and anywhere that the church is not really persecuted and they can gather with saints. Um, I want the church to be plugged into a great local church. Um, and, you know, I always say this on my show and, you know, in, in the bio on my on my channel, if you are looking for a local church, hit me up. I would absolutely, absolutely love to point you in a, a great, um, great Bible believing church in your area. Um, and you, you obviously do the research on your, on your own, but, um, yeah, grow numerically, get the gospel out and to promote other Christian, uh, good Christian content creators. Amen, brother. Well, yes, sir. I, I think that's a great note for us to, to leave off on, you know, you've, presented the gospel whenever whenever the the gospel is presented i'm like what what more can we say <laughs> yeah it's the, it's the it's the greatest it's the greatest lineup of words in yeah. existence you yeah. know there's there's no no motivational speech that touches it there's no um uh encouraging word that that touches it the gospel is so it's everything. I feel like the, yeah. the whole universe revolves around uh, the gospel and the preaching, the preaching of it. So, uh, yeah. you know, just real quick for anybody who's listening and isn't plugged into the actual live stream, just tell people where they can find you. Yeah. So, again, you can find me uh, on um, YouTube at Trinity Truth 05, um, or you can look up Daryl King Preaching. And I will probably come up under Daryl King, or it may come up under my my dad's YouTube channel for the, the church. Um, but you'll we look the same, um, just a younger version of him. Um, but yeah, at Trinity Truth 05, that, that's where you'll find me um, on YouTube. Um, on IG, it is D Kings with a Z 21. Um, so yeah, I'm grateful to be on here, brother. And um, yeah and anyone that's listening now um please run to jesus christ uh for the salvation of your soul um and if you are a believer in christ 
praise the Lord. He keeps his people uh, until the day of redemption, um, into eternity. So um, I, I, believe, I think I'm missing. Oh, yeah, real quick, kind of going back to your question, rewinding yeah. again. If you're if you're about if you're over the age of thirty, you will know what that sound sounds like. Now that we have Netflix <laughs> and Hulu, we don't know what that sound sounds like anymore. So if you're over the age of thirty, you will know. Be kind and rewind. Um, back to Blockbuster and Hollywood Video Days. Um, so <laughs> if you if you know, you know. Turn up. <laughs> but um, if, if if anybody's seen my live uh, like two weeks ago. Like I am hilarious and I, I am a fool sometimes. Um, so if anybody saw my, my live uh, when my family was not in the house, I was just acting a fool. Um, so shouts out to anybody watching, go back to my previous video. Um, the thumbnail is like breaking news. And I, was just, I was just acting a fool. Um, and I, I just do that sometimes. Um, but what I was gonna say, cause we, oh man, I could go on. Um, so my, I, I know it, it's okay. Everybody knows who Nehemiah is. Nehemiah is right over here. Um, but as of, you know, as of, yeah, no, he, he, he was already, already, Nehemiah is right here, but he's looking kind of, he's looking like a, like a, like a little rascal buckwheat. His, 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 uh, his, <laughs> I got a dollar. Yeah, I got a yeah. dollar. <laughs> I got a dollar. Hey, 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 hey. Yeah. So, um, but, you know, church planning is not, um, I, I, I still have a desire to preach. Um, still have a desire to to get Jesus out there, um, but you know, as I said in, in the chat, um, hold on, a sec, hold on a second, son. Um, as I said in the chat, like um, I I do take the Titus and Timothy passages like to heart, and like if I'm not a hundred percent lined up to to be an elder in a local church, like I I don't want to I don't want to step in that in any way, um, and just you know I want to make sure all of the qualifications, I meet all of the qualifications um, to, to elder and pastor in a local church. So, um, and the skill set for church planning, um, I don't necessarily have. I can definitely be a number two guy to somebody. Um, so, so yeah, so like right now, um, I'm using this, the YouTube platform to con just to continue to, to preach the gospel, get the gospel out there. Um, so next year, you know, Lord willing, I'll have more more teaching aspects to my channel. Still gonna have the CCC. Um, I'm gonna. I'm just. I was thinking of some ideas just over the past few weeks. I'm gonna have a ladies' night, so oh, I'm nice. gonna hit, hit up some um, Christian you, Christian content creators. That's that's ladies. Have them come on my channel and just you know chop it up over you know over the word. So it'll be it'll be great. Um, so yeah, that's I that's that's it for tonight but we loved love the time brother thank you everybody for watching thank you everybody for listening in the future as well for real likewise and just so you guys are aware uh you know here we here at the why jesus network um we're going to be talking to people who are part of the why jesus network and we're going to be talking to people who are not daryl is part of the why jesus network so you will end up seeing him solo on here doing things as well so we are just starting this with these podcasts and these interviews but we are you know god willing going to grow this thing uh to to an unstoppable force yes right? sir uh, yes, sir absolutely willing. all right Amen. guys god bless if you're seeing this on youtube like share subscribe if you're hearing this played back on one of the streaming platforms make sure you share it 
with one of your friends. God bless. Have a good night. And I will see you guys tomorrow for my live at 8 and then another live uh, on Why Jesus uh, talking to somebody who came out of the Word of Faith movement. So don't miss that. God bless. All right. Peace.